Welcome to the Running After 40 podcast, the podcast about all things related to running at 40 and beyond, produced by www.runningwithgrit.com. We help you stay physically healthy and emotionally strong at any running pace. I'm Sarah, your host, and a wife, a full-time working mom with three kids, three dogs, and a lifetime passion for running. Whether you are a veteran runner looking to maximize your times as a master runner or a brand new jogger starting in your 40s, 50s, or any age, this podcast will be there for your journey. I want to share stories, secrets, and strategies for success. This includes mistakes and lessons learned, all related to running past age 40. Let's hit the play button together and hit the roads as runners with grit after age 40. Hey, welcome to episode 48 of the Running After Age 40 podcast. Today is a very special episode because tomorrow is Thanksgiving. So even if you're listening to this after the holiday, hopefully some of this will resonate with you. I'm going to talk about 10 guaranteed ways to find gratitude in running. And these are going to be kind of cheesy, but if you've been a runner for a while, you're going to be able to relate to some of the nostalgia. And if you aren't, it still uh, might make you feel pretty lucky that you started running a little bit later in life. Uh, So I'm going to kick it off with the first reason, which is modern attire. Uh, So if you remember hind tight leggings for running and wearing like the tighter black leggings before they were cool, you're going to be really thankful for all of the running attire and just all the fitness attire that is available and people are wearing it even to work. Uh, So it's kind of crazy how it's shifted over. But uh, I was thinking back to how I started dressing when I very first started running. And a lot of us would just layer cotton t-shirts. We did have like the pants, like the tight leggings, like I said, the hind leggings. But those cotton t-shirts were literally, we'd wear like the one long sleeve and then a short sleeve over the top. It's kind of silly to think back now. Even sports bras were hard to come by. Uh, If you think about those short shorts that were like the classic running short luckily now we have you can go into under armor and there's like multiple links but that was the very first thing that is like i thought of was the number one thing i guess to be thankful for as a runner in 2022 and beyond is the attire uh the second thing It's pretty obvious, but it's your fitness watch. Uh, So if you've been, again, a runner for a while, you might remember that trusty Timex Ironman watch. I think most of us had one. Uh, And now we have, you know, we've gone from geez full full circle like a lot of us have garments or apple watches uh and it can do all of the things it can serve as a heart monitor so you know maybe you remember wearing one of those uh actual like belts around your chest i had one of those for a while and somehow it like either chafed me or it never worked. But uh, the Apple Watch is what I use. And I know a lot of more really serious runners use the Garmin. Uh, so, I mean, how thankful can we be for that? And it also measures our distance at the same time. So, you know, if you ran before the time of these kind of watches, I used to get in the car and like go drive my route or uh, bike it to see how far it was. Or back in the day, I remember my coach having one of those wheels and you'd go through, I think they still use those cross-country races, but you'd go and wheel your uh, distance so you could measure it. So pretty amazing, like when you think of how times have changed, and I'm not that old. 
Uh, number three reason that like truly to be grateful and thankful for running now is the nutrition. Like we're so much more knowledgeable about nutrition and what can make us run longer and faster and feeling better too. So, uh, you know, I was back in the day when power bars were a thing. That was really the only energy bar that was available at the time. Uh, and then, you know, we would snarf down snack wells. Remember those cookies that were like fat free? So you thought you were doing the right thing. And then like big piles of pasta and thought we were like doing what was, you know, supposed to. And then you wonder why on race day you felt like bloated and heavy and icky or had GI distress. So thankfully now, you know, if you're a bar person, um, there are like low sugar options available. There's a lot of them that uh, are healthier than the ones that were before that were almost like a candy bar in a bar. And then also just we know, you know, fruits, vegetables, water, uh, a good mix of protein, fats, and carbs is what we need versus, you know, that carbo loading. So I'm super personally thankful for that. Uh, that one has really changed how I feel on a day-to-day basis. Uh, number four is trails or our trails. Uh, so, you know, when I first started running, it was pretty much in the neighborhood or I would literally run on the shoulder of a gravel road because that's, you know, what we had. We didn't have trails. Uh, so now, you know, the bike trails, even where I live, it's not the greatest, but uh, we do have, you know, nice a nice trail system. Uh, and I know a lot of you in bigger cities have trail systems where you can literally go right outside your door and hop on a bike path. So I just invite you to not take that for granted and just remember what it was like before that came about and, you know, support your local trail system, whether it's monetarily or if you can help with cleanup. That's one of my goals for 2023 is to get more involved in ours uh, to help them, you know, keep going and to promote it more, uh, whether it's, you know, off-road or it's, like I said, the harder surface bike trails, whatever it may be, uh, you know, help keep them safe and keep growing. And, you know, it's it's such a better experience to run on those versus in crowded neighborhoods or uh, in, you know, uh, on the highway gravel road like I used to. Uh, number five, I'm going to say is books and blogs and, you know, websites all about running. Like information is at your fingertips. You know, it used to be you'd get, and hopefully, you know, some of you still subscribe to running magazines because I hope they can stay afloat. Uh, but things like Runner's World and Running Times, that was all we had. Um, or you could go to Barnes and Noble and you could get, you know, the lore of running or a couple other popular books about running, but that was pretty much it. So, you know, the internet has, is exploded our opportunities for learning about fitness and running and you know you can get a training plan and you know couch to 5k or whatever you might need in literally minutes on the internet so i think that's really cool and it just makes it so that running is accessible to everyone uh at any time well you know maybe not everyone but just as many people who want to do it that can do it safely uh, so anyway, that was that was one of my favorites too, just because I love information and, and uh, being able to sift through information and learn more. And I think whether it's posture or pace or training plans or uh, you know 
uh, tapering for a race or, you know, how long should your long run be? You can find different opinions and you can also, you know, join forums. So I, you know, I don't do it now, but I used to be a part of a lot of forums in our running group and it's pretty fun. You can meet like landed people and actually build relationships through that too. Uh, this one's kind of silly, but I thought it was fun. It's, you know, running has become so popular that it's mainstream. Uh, and you're no longer going to be stopped like I used to at the grocery store and be like, oh, I saw you out running on Monday. I was like, really? <laughs> that was nice. Um, or, you know, being asked if you're like Forrest Gump. Uh, that's another thing that was annoying. Uh, so now, you know, so many poor, me, more people run that it's just the norm and it's a cool thing to do versus like this weird thing. But I think, you know, just take a moment and be grateful for that, especially if you're a female and think back to, you know, when it wasn't the norm and when there were, especially to participate in races like the marathon, when women had to fight to do that and they had to dress up. And I mean, it's crazy for me to think about that. Now women, you know, out a number of men in a lot of the marathon races. But if we think back and just take a couple minutes to be grateful for that, I think it'll make your running time pass and, and you'll just be happy that you can get out there and do it. Uh, another one that I thought was pretty cool is the explosion of races, uh, both in quantity and in quality. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, the old timers would remember like the back of runner's world or running times and you'd look up to see where the races were going to be. And, you know, they were pretty rare. Like it was a big deal if there's like a couple summer road races in your hometown or, you know, in at least your state, you know, I used to have to drive places and really plan those out. And now if you wanted to do a race or a couple of them every weekend, you probably could find that. Uh, so, you know, I was thinking to myself, like you can not only find them, you can enter them online. You don't have to mail in a form. Uh, you know, you don't have to wait to see the results in the newspaper. Like the results are usually online. Uh, it just, you know, sometimes taking a step back and thinking about how things used to be, uh, where, you know, you'd wait for the Sunday paper to see who won the local 5k. Uh, or if you were participating in a race, you know, think about the chips, like the technology and how it's all changed. You know, when I started doing races, we had to wait, you know, you'd finish your race and then you'd have to wait in single file for someone to write down your time you know as you're about ready to throw up you're like waiting and you're trying to be friendly but you just really want to die uh so anywho uh i think if we take a moment just uh and smile and think back how races used to be and then now just how well they are uh with quantity and the way that the race directors have everything so organized and there's so many volunteers like it's such a big deal and uh such a privilege uh, the next one is audio. So I don't know about you, but I used to run with people a lot, my friends or running group. And now as I've gotten older, I just don't have time to like do that or I don't have the people that live close by me. So, you know, audio to me has made a massive difference in how I use my time running. I still really like to just like listen to nature. I like to take my head, run without headphones and just like listen to my own thoughts to, you know, hear the sounds of my feet. Like I think that's really good and therapeutic. But I also love using the time to listen to, to podcasts, listen to audiobooks, or even like if I need my AirPods and I'm doing a, low, a slower run, I can talk on the phone. Um, don't use the noise canceling ones just to stay safe. But uh, anyway, audio is just 
it's crazy how well, how much you can get done even and on a run. Uh, you know, I used to have that yellow Sony Walkman. I think it was like called the sports Walkman or something like that. And you'd hold it and then you'd, I, I remember trying to put CDs in there. Maybe I had tapes for a while, but, uh, we've come a long way since the Sony Walkman. So. I know I'm super grateful for that. And I think being able to learn while we're running, being able to be entertained while we're exercising, especially in the long run, like I do think, again, I'm going to go back for just a second. There's a lot of benefit to taking time for silence too. And so I think it needs to be a mix. Uh, but the audio options that we have available now, uh, it just makes a difference, especially if you're a new runner. I think it can really keep you going. Uh, number nine is weights and drills for running. So back in the day, pretty much the only conditioning we did, we thought we were doing core conditioning and it was abs. And then I remember sometimes going over and like doing the bench press. So when we thought we were really doing something cool, but now, you know, again, at your fingertips, you can go to Instagram and look at different exercises to do strength exercises for your core, for your legs, for your hips, like for your back, all different kinds of things and really tailored to running. Um, I know drills, you know, we did some drills, but now there's really smarter drills. I know I've talked about magic mobility on the separate podcast, and I do think that program is really great. Uh, but again, I think if I would have had the, like the weights and the drills and the full system, like you can really improve your speed, you can improve your form, uh, your cadence, all those kind of things. So I think it's another thing just to not necessarily take for granted and just be grateful that all that information is out there and that you can make yourself a plan. And that even if you just spend, you know, 10 minutes plus a day, it actually will make a big impact on your running. And then the final one, I saved it for last because I think it's probably the best one, uh, is injury prevention and rehabilitation. Uh, so a couple things with this one. Number one, I think, again, the information explosion, you can put IT band in, you know, in Instagram or on just Google and you can go all kinds of good exercises. Uh, you can usually figure out the root cause of your program problem, which before, you know, you'd go to the doctor, they didn't really know running and they just say take time off. And now, you know, usually you can find a good provider who is going to try to find the actual cause of your issue and then try to like fix that versus just tell you to take time off running. And if you don't have a provider like that, you probably need to find someone else because uh, there are so many things that you can fix now. You know, it's probably something with form, something with the way that maybe you're overtraining, maybe it's something with your nutrition, uh, flexibility, but uh, all that information is out there and you get to find it. So I think that's a huge asset. Um, I know there's a couple Instagram uh PTs out there that put like, you know, a couple stretches for again, IT band or for Achilles tendonitis. Uh, and those can really make a difference, even if you just do them a few times per week. Uh, so again, the information is out there and then almost everything is preventable. So that was number 10. So those are my 10 reasons that I feel really grateful for running in 2022 and beyond. Uh, feel free. I'll post this on Instagram. Feel free to comment with anything that you're super grateful for running. Uh, obviously, you know, we all need to take a second and just be 
thankful that, you know, we have our health and that we're able to get on at least walk, if not speed walk. And if you can walk and speed walk, then hopefully you can jog a little bit and then build upon that uh, and just keep going for the rest of this year and into 2023. But uh, I just also want to express my gratitude. This podcast has grown tremendously in 2022, even though I had a couple months where I just couldn't commit much time to it. So I want to thank each and every one of you who has taken time out of your schedule to listen to this, to recommend it to your running friends. And uh, the goal of this has always been the same. It's just to encourage and lift each other up and continue to running in our 40s and beyond. Uh, I'm getting pretty close to, you know, next year going to be almost uh, almost getting closer to 50 than I am to uh, 40. Not quite, but it's getting there. So I just don't take anything for granted anymore. Uh, so thanks and have a wonderful holiday season with your loved ones. And uh, please, again, if you get a chance, just share this podcast. Thanks for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate and give us a like in iTunes. Also check out our website, www.runningwithgrit.com for all things related to running over the age of 40. We have a special gift guide up for the holidays on the site designed to share stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for runners at pretty much every price. Thanks for listening.